0: to another episode of Fools Daily. Yeah. See, new theme music, well, not new theme music, it's just for today, because we are joined by the legend, that is, Conrad E.J. Gonsalves. Nah. Yeah. He's a grumpy old man. Shut up. Plus, he's just spent half an hour fighting with Skype to get it to work.
1: This uh, modern day technology is, well, actually, no, it's Microsoft, isn't it, really?
0: No, mate, it isn't. They (laughs)
1: do things to... They do things to kerfuffleise you.
0: (laughs) It's you not updated for three years.
1: That just shows... (laughs) Just shows how long it is since I recorded last, isn't it? Or used Skype at all. The fact that it's it's an old version so that it works with Pamela has got nothing to do with it. Honest.
0: (laughs) Hello. Hello.
1: It it's bank holiday Monday.
0: It is, and you got rid of your partner.
1: Oh no! <laughs> that was going to be a whole who done it. That was.
0: Oh, was it? No. She's sp- buried she under that nice new patio you have.
1: Yeah. So any uh, <laughs> any hot any hot chicks? I'm free <laughs> for the next week.
0: So hit hit me up.
1: We'll uh, we'll um, do things.
0: Yeah, check him. Check check out Conrad on Grinder.
1: What? No, that's the wrong one,
0: isn't it? I don't know with you.
1: I think that's the wrong one, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that the uh, the the same sex one?
0: Yes, mate. That was why, <laughs> that was why it was funny.
1: You're, you're trying to you're trying to take advantage of my my inability to
0: operate technology and,
1: and ineptitude of keeping up and hip with the kids. <sighs> what is this grinder that? <laughs>
0: We're not. Tell, okay, yeah, we're yeah. not going into what grinder is.
1: Oh, you do know then? Yes, I know how'd you, what
0: grinder is. How
1: do you it's, know that then, mate?
0: Because, <laughs> because I was hip and down with the kids. Oh, okay.
1: Just check your profile now.
0: Now that's on Sugardaddy.com.
1: <laughs> oh, when was the last time? It was last year, probably, wasn't it?
0: I don't know. Shall Did I find I out? Them? Because we well, last... I do
1: one this year. This year, yes. I,
0: I don't honestly don't know. See, I should have looked, shouldn't I? I should have been all organised and seen when we last recorded, Conrad, or- Conrad, 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 Conrad.
1: Conrad. Or- Organised—that's like making sure your Skype's up ready, up updated, ready for um, recording. And yes. is it?
0: Yes. Um, it would appear to be. December the 26th, 2016. That'd be the
1: day before my birthday.
0: In which we discover that even though Conrad, he is old, Conrad has a better memory than Mike, and reminded him that this episode was recorded like a month ago, and that Mike completely forgot about it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right, that was that that one.
0: When are you going to put that one out? Dystopian Wars.
1: Yes, which I haven't played for a while now. (laughs) Um, Because uh, because, uh, Spartan in there... Uh, Infinite Wisdom uh, decided to kickstart a 2.5 rule set.
0: Oh, did they? Oh, yes, they did. Because and then there was a load of stuff about it and things that people didn't like it and.
1: Well, there what? was. They they put out a survey beforehand to say, "I actually to, I can't even remember what they what they said with the survey." But uh, then they went to Kickstarter basically.
0: Did the Kickstarter go succeed?
1: It's funded, yes. Um, uh, I I believe uh that we'll be getting our
0: stuff sometime
1: this year soonish. I think they've had some problems with the printer that they use. They use a printer in the UK. Uh and unfortunately I believe there was a death um or something's happened with the print the company. So uh they're having to source a new printer. But they've stayed in touch with it, you know, so it comes when it comes. Uh, I haven't played it since uh, the announcement because I'd be wasting time, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So there you go. Dystopian Wars update.
0: Cool. So, it, w- so we've 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 just satisfied ourselves. It's almost six months <laughs> since since the listeners of Fools Daily heard your dosed tones. Now that's only about ten episodes, given the. Infrequent nature of uh, Fool's Daily episodes.
1: Yeah, but you and Matt have been uh, rocking been tr- some episodes. We've been, they've been trying. They've been, they've, been, they've been. I mean, oh, sorry, I didn't say that word. You
0: go oh, flipping <laughs>
1: it. a out at the top
0: five minutes ten, <laughs> and Conrad's dropping S bombs.
1: Sorry, <sighs> sorry, Mike. That's just this isn't. This is a friendly one, isn't it?
0: Yes, mate.
1: <laughs> I just did it because Spoons did it. No, they were very good. They were... Uh, I think think this podcast is something like a pair of old slippers. People like like listening to it, so...
0: Yeah, I tend to, I tend to, I tend to think so. I mean, certainly there's the feedback. Whenever you see people out and they go, oh, we listen to that, that's certainly the feedback that we get, so... Matt's new job should enable us to record more regularly, so...
1: Well, hopefully if I get a new job... Uh, yeah, that, yeah. One, that one. we're hoping. But,
0: I have everything but, crossed.
1: But I'm, I'm planning to try and record a little bit more this week because uh, I, I don't have to do things with the, uh, the misses, as it were.
0: No chores. Are you still at work, though?
1: Watching. I'm not at work at the moment, no. No, are
0: sure. you still at work this week? I am working. This week, yes. You didn't take the week off.
1: No, I should have probably done that, because uh, <laughs> at some point there's going to be, uh, what's for dinner, Dad? It's like, you're 24.
0: <laughs> it's whatever you make it. Yeah. Or more, or, more, or given that you're in London, it's whatever delivery you delivers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Uber Eats.
0: <laughs> Uber Eats, is that a thing?
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, that's one of one of them actually works for Uber Eats. <laughs>
0: uh. Right. Well, anyway, enough about your domestic situation.
1: <laughs> and my food situation.
0: Because, frankly, talking about your domestic situation, that would, f- you know, we could still be talking tomorrow about it. <laughs>
1: the the thing is i'm still alive
0: you are still alive which is wonderful which we weren't sure about at salute because no one saw you
1: (laughs) that's because i was i am the nepalese ninja
0: you know nobody nobody saw you at salute everyone kept saying have you seen conrad i'm going no
1: that's because i'm so thin
0: yeah ginger ginger dave have you seen is conrad here
1: i saw ginger dave he was playing his World War One thing yeah, with did, Rob.
0: Yeah, did you yeah. say hello to him?
1: Yes, I said hello to him. I said hello to Rob.
0: See, I said uh, hello. See I, we saw all the same people. How did you miss Dez then? When, if you were where Ginger Dave was, Dez was right next to him.
1: <laughs> no, they were in the centre, on the side.
0: They were in the, were in the centre bit, and then around the, ed- around the edge, you had Oath Sworn, and then you had Roots of Magic.
1: So I think it it will be along the lines of if there was too much of a crowd near someone, somewhere, I avoided it.
0: In case you got mobbed. is that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, give us your autograph. We love you.
1: I think it's a case of uh, I didn't wear the uh, sumo wrestling ninja protection suit padding thing on, so I didn't get... I didn't want to be hit by the... I oh, a crowds really get on my nerves mate even though I live <laughs> in London. <laughs> aimless walking around. So we, so we went to see the Hockney exhibition before it closes on on at the weekend. Yes. And uh So the normal the normal uh commuter in London has a sense of direction and purpose. Yes. Our, um, our friends who come here to sort of, uh, visit our wonderful capital don't appear to have that same competency.
0: You mean the meander and? Uh,
1: even something as simple as walking on one side of a, of a passageway connecting tube lines. You have to move about because they just don't know. I'll, st- I'll shut up now. And no, I didn't vote Brexit.
0: <laughs> you really are grumpy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
1: uh that's what lack of sleep does for you.
0: All right, we I thought we were getting off your domestic situation. Oh uh, yes, all right. All right, are we gonna talk gaming?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I mean it's suppose... it
0: is the sort of the point of the podcast. Is it? Well yeah.
1: That's never, never worked when we did it.
0: No, it doesn't work now. have changed things since
1: I was last here.
0: Yeah, well, because it's been so long.
1: Change is not always good, you know.
0: <sighs> right, gaming. Apart,
1: apart from underwear, it's good to change your underwear.
0: Well, it is in your case, considering you go out without your trousers. I
1: haven't done that for a long time.
0: Because you don't go out?
1: <laughs> I'm not allowed out. There's, there's an order on me. <laughs> served on me since that time.
0: Right, are we going to talk about your gaming? What you've been yeah, up to? Yeah, I, I didn't get because you have been playing
1: stuff. I, I didn't do very well last year, sir.
0: In what your resolutions? In, in
1: terms of my resolutions, so let's just get that out of the way and and uh, have a bit of a guffaw about that. <laughs> okay. sort of.
0: What Do you know what they were?
1: No, no, so I haven't even looked <laughs> them up. Would we'll just say that uh, I'm considerably doing. I'm doing a lot better this year than I did last <laughs> year and the year before.
0: <laughs> All right. So, what, so are you, what are you playing at the moment? Um,
1: I suppose the two games that I'm playing the most are um, Bolt Action, right? And I'm still playing Hearts and War Machine. But I seem to be playing a lot of board games at the moment. Well, not a lot of different board games, but I seem to be playing, uh, the same board games quite a lot. And that probably says something in, in that the board games are good.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's, let take that. I mean, bolt action.
1: Bolt action. It, it ticks all my boxes, uh, for me. Um, from a narrative gaming point of view. Yeah. Um, I've not had one bad game of Bolt Action. We've played all the 12 scenarios now, um, probably multiple times. And uh, as soon as we put the figures on the board, and that's, that's myself and, and Nick, uh, I've also taught a couple of people the game at the club as well. Right. Uh, the, the imagery just takes over. And uh, Carruthers-Smith... Cuthbert Caruthers Smith comes into life straight away, Nice. but somehow he keeps having a German voice. That's probably got something to do with the fact that uh, I used Tra- to play German. Germans. Germans in World War. You World can't do War- accents. No, it's because yeah. I used to play Germans in uh, Flames of War. Oh, okay. And I played Prussians in Dystopian War, so uh, it's a it's a natural uh, a natural <laughs> accent for me to start um, spouting forth. But no, yeah, um, I'm loving the game. I'm painting stuff. I have a painted platoon. I'm on to second playing uh, painting a second platoon.
0: Right, so how many models are in a platoon?
1: Uh, I'd like to say six to. Well, in the Brits, it's six to ten. Okay. Amer- Americans have larger squads, 12s, and I'm guessing the Russians might even, might might have bigger squads as well. But I've not played any uh, any games against Russians
0: so you're, you're cracking on then. And what is it, about 40 figures a game?
1: Uh, no, so I'm running three squads, three full squads of ten, so two regular infantry squads and a, um, a platoon of commandos as well. Okay. So that's 30 figures, and I'm, I'm halfway through my second platoon now. Um, I've painted team, some teams as well, so that's where I started playing painting like... Uh, your um, HQ figure, some sniper right. teams, the Piat team. So these are groups of one or two figures. Um, uh, what else did I do? Uh, spotters, forward observers, um, spotters for mortars. So I, I painted about six or eight figures just to get a feel for the the, the figures uh, and how quick or easy they were to paint. Uh, I've sort of, I think I ended up doing a platoon in about two weeks. Um, uh, I've started to lay down base coats on... Actually, the airbrush came out on all my vehicles. So I've got a tank, um, a recce, Humber Mark IV, and some universal carriers. So I've, I've put some green down on them. Um, I seem to be using Strong Tone quite a lot as my uh, way of washing it. You know, the way you used to use... Um, was it Badab Black or whatever the magic shade was from gw which is now agrax agrax earth shade or something like that or null oil type thing uh, and then highlight over it and uh seal and do the base they're all sort of army quality sorry tabletop standard and uh the bases sort of bring it up a bit, obviously, and I probably spend a bit more time on the face than I should do just to give the, the figure a bit of character. But it's all fairly regimented pay, painting. You know, you, you put your browns on, you put your greens on, you put your khakis on, you do the flesh, you do the flesh wash. Strong tone, uh, helmet's a different color as well. Right. Really? Strong tone it. Uh, highlight up the face, do the eyes, and then start working on the highlights for the rest of the colours, um, do the gun and boots, and that's, that's about it then.
0: So are you painting to your best standard, or no? good, I would good say, enough tabletop?
1: I'd say it's sort of probably above average tabletop. Um, I'd say the faces would probably... Uh, a higher quality right. because I think the plastics allow the faces to be they're, they're moulded in such a way that they take paint and, and give the character to the figure as well so um, I actually enjoy doing faces now would you believe oh wow I used to hate it um, I like doing flesh um, and it used to be a big problem for me well yeah. not a big problem but I'd find it a chore yeah but I find that when when you paint the f- the face of a figure, it generally really starts to come into life, as it were, you know, which is fun. Cool. But I, I've I've not felt the painting a chore, which is which is a good thing because it means you can you can carry it on, you know. So
0: yeah, are you doing um,
1: paint- batch painting?
0: Well, no, I was going to say... I was going to ask a completely stupid question like, are you doing Skype call painting? But given the fact that you couldn't operate your Skype, that's obviously not <laughs> happening.
1: <laughs> no, but that would be a good thing. But I find find if you do anything hobby-wise with Skype, you get distracted. Um, so you're not as productive as you as, as as You, you see, could I, think. see,
0: I find it makes me actually do it, rather than... Um, You know, wandering away. It will make me sit for a couple of hours and paint bits on figures and stuff.
1: Oh no! Don't get me wrong. It does. It does do that as well. Um, So I suppose yes, it's productive in that you wouldn't be doing it if you weren't uh, weren't skyping. There is a tendency to sort of get distracted and go look for a website when you're when you're in conversation with something or just just not necessarily be painting yeah in the same way that's true you know you know what I'm saying, but you know if it's a case of you you wouldn't be painting if you weren't skyping, then no it's a great thing and it's it's fun you know it's fun doing skype painting as well. Yeah. Perhaps that's something that uh, that could be done later on. Now that
0: my Skype's <laughs> <looking>. <laughs> yeah, it's something I've done. In, it's something I've done in the past. But it sounds like it's going really well, and you're really enjoying the game, yeah.
1: Oh, I love the game. Um, it, it's quite funny. We had a game on on Friday, and and uh, my regular gaming part- partner Nick uh, used a forward air observer for the first time, and he. He plays Germans, um, and he always gets cheesed off at the fact that the Brits essentially get a free artillery observer. Um, now, and you call down a bombardment using an artillery observer or a smoke right. barrage. Um, they're not guaranteed. They're, you know, the very least they'll do is uh, shake the opponent's troops up if you if you aim it correctly. Yeah so and that's done by the the pin marker mechanism in bolt action uh, occasionally if you roll a six you will actually damage a unit um and take pin markers but you know it's all dice rolls at the end of the day so uh, it's not necessarily as as big a thing as people make out it make it out to be sort of thing you know um but I take, I like it because as soon as I call in the artillery, I can just hear it in my head. Yeah. Um, so he tried a forward air observer, and basically, you, you give this figure an all a fire order, and you put an aiming point um, on the table, and then at the start of the next turn, you roll a dice to see whether or not something happens, uh, and it could be delayed, or in the case of uh, artillery. It could randomly the, the the target position could randomly move, or your opponent could move it, or something like that. But basically, or it could or it could hit, you know. Yeah. Um So there is, you know, it's a straight dice six roll. I think one's the worst. Four, five, or six, it comes on, and two or three are the 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 way to turn one. Um, the air observer one's a bit harsher in that if you roll a one. You've called it a rookie pilot, and your opponent, there's no randomness for the position of the target, unlike the um, artillery observer, your opponent chooses a new target. Um, So obviously, you're going to choose one one of their things, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it can, you know, if things are bunched together, it can be quite devastating, as you'd probably expect with... Uh, you know, in that using that sort of mechanism for for artillery, you know, it's essentially a big AOE, isn't it? Uh, so bunching with AOE's is is not necessarily a good thing. Um, but yeah, it went very bad, or it could have gone very bad. We ter- it turned out we we'd done it wrong, so we just sort of took it back. Um, the only thing I don't like is, unlike um, Malifaux, um or certainly holds and War Machine, where you're playing to, to a time. Um, this is going back to the old sort of fantasy battle game days and ancient battle games when when we used to play where we may not necessarily finish a game in an evening because we dither. Dither not, and chat. Not, not you. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very quick normally. <laughs> so this week we uh, we used Death Clock to to play it against so that we had a well we didn't use death clock we we did time we had a time limit essentially okay um partly as a as a test to to speed us up a bit and partly to see that uh two and a half hours is enough time so because obviously at dafcom i'm hoping to run a bolt action Event. I was Did sh- you I was- see that segue there? I see.
0: I, I, you've taken my prepping away because I was—that's where I was going to go. But
1: so, buy tickets and come and play bold action, preferably with painted armies. But uh, 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 do you think we should allow non-painted stuff just to get the numbers?
0: I think it's completely up to you, but I would allow non-painted stuff personally. Yes. So, <laughs> so think. <would I. laughs> Especially as you haven't got a fully painted force.
1: Uh, but that—that that is. Uh, something that I'm aiming for, ah. uh, and I think it is something that will happen.
0: Well, there is there is one bolt action ticket sold so far.
1: I've got, I've got one opponent then.
0: So, so be... I could
1: come, I could come second and last.
0: Yeah, and it's Ginger Dave.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> we get to play again. I think yeah. the last time I played him was uh Saga, wasn't it? Yeah. Against his Irish.
0: But yeah, so, it all sounds really good. Are you playing 2nd Edition rules?
1: We are, yes. We're playing 2nd Edition rules.
0: So, uh, did they change a massive amount, or was it like more of a tidying up?
1: Do you know what? I really can't remember as such, because... It's, play... it's not
0: that long ago, though, is it? Sort of end of last year?
1: We, did we play 1st Edition or not?
0: I don't, I, I don't know. 2nd Edition was, what, end of last year?
1: It was about September last time. Yeah, it was last Q Q4 last year.
0: Yeah. <coughs> oh, you,
1: so, um, you must,
0: so you must have played before. You were playing before then.
1: I don't think I was. You see, I think we'd been holding off to. And were you
0: holding off until you got second edition? Yeah. Hmm. Well, That's cool then.
1: But yeah, so so I'm I'm enjoying that, um, and. There is hobby going on with
0: it as well. Excellent. It sounds it sounds good. And certainly the pictures that you you know, you you post the odd picture of a painted miniature on the uh, on Twitter <laughs> when you can be bothered to use Twitter these days.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's one of the uh the vagaries of um working.
0: I know. You know. But um they do look nice.
1: Uh yeah, well I mean the battlefields is what makes it um and the scenario play so they have two sets of scenarios one which is a uh, a sort of they call battle scenarios yeah
0: uh,
1: and they're a bit more balanced towards sort of competitive or yeah let's let's call it competitive gaming and then they have a defender attacker scenario set of six scenarios as well and they're a bit more flavoury, you know right. and potentially not as balanced so uh
0: well you always like asymmetrical scenarios
1: and to be to be fair I like both of them I think they both give good games uh and one of the beauties of the game is essentially the the random dice ball um which means that you can't depend on things as you would do in a normal war game yeah you know where it's a you go I go or or you activate one I activate one uh with the random,
0: you have got or, that. Or, you have got that element of uncertainty, haven't you? Yes,
1: exactly right. Yeah, um, and it makes a huge difference to gameplay. Now, I think it's really, really clever. It's such a simple idea, um, but it's such a great idea because it 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 creates games which you know, which you, you can't guarantee uh, are going to happen yeah. the way you want it to.
0: Yeah, it's. It's a similar element to um, games like Dragon Rampant, which I'm playing tonight, where you have, effectively, activation rolls. Yeah. And you fail the activation roll, and that's your turnover. And they've sort of refined that mechanism in... um, It's a mechanism that this guy uses. What's the name of the guy who writes that? Daniel Mercy. Mercy. Writes that, but... um, Andreas Stifluglugli, who does Fistful of Kung Fu and things like that, he has he a, simi- he has yeah, a he similar fate. You know, if you're roll t- rolling three dice, he does Of Gods and Mortals and things like that. You yeah. roll, th- roll three dice, and if you get two failures, then that's the end of your turn. Now, um, in his latest rule set, Rogue Stars, you actually build up... you, you doesn't end your turn. It's, you know, it's not an absolute hard stop. It builds up what are called stress points. And oh, the stress okay. and the stress points affect the roles of models around you, and eventually, because of when stress points bleed away, at some point you just decide, no, I'm going to end my turn, I'm, even though I could technically keep going. Um, oh, that's
1: a, that's an interesting way of dealing with it as well.
0: It's an it is an interesting it is an interesting mechanism. It basically makes the dice roll harder. to yeah. get, but you can still try and get it. But if you fail it again, obviously you get another stress point.
1: But <laughs> you see, I think this this is all all about um command and control in games yeah and it, it's it's a, something that you don't necessarily have in all games and it for me it's a great um addition to a game you know rather I think than...
0: it, I think it works at I think it works for sort of the squad level game
1: yeah which is essentially what bolt action is so bolt is,
0: action yeah. saga Dragon Rampant, you know, those sorts of of games. The the 30 to 40 model...
1: Yes, the saga's about uh, resource, isn't it, really?
0: Yes, but it's also command and control. Yes, yes, it is. Because you can choose to put all of your dice into a particular unit for a go. I mean, you can have a unit whiz across the board. Um, You know, yes, it's going to cost you fatigue points and things, and so therefore it will be less effective
1: not good when you've got a lot of whizzing on the board no it especially isn't. with sta- especially with static grass
0: it isn't you need you, that's why you need depends um as Matt found out um, <laughs> if you listen to the last episode but um for for small skirmish level games so your Malifos, etc i'm not sure how well it work how well it works because you have so few models yeah. Now you can argue in squad level games. Effectively, each squad is a model, and everything else is just a wound marker. It's a scalable thing, isn't it? Yeah, but it is. But it also does affect the effectiveness. So it's sort of, you know, half, half, you know, six or one half that, a dozen or the other.
1: That that saying, yeah, that we can't spit out because yeah. we're.
0: I was struggling there. <laughs> I got I got there eventually. We is old. <laughs> we is old. We is old. At the ITC last week. Um, which is the Malafo thing that I was running.
1: Yeah. Which um, is a really good thing by the sounds of things. Well, sorry, Adam, sorry people. But I just have no interest in Malifaux at the moment. Right. Sadly.
0: Sadness. You should still come along to my next one at Wayland though.
1: Well, even, we'll see.
0: Even if you just come to hang out for the day. I'll play you at bolt, I, look, I'll play you a bolt action.
1: That's a guns game, though.
0: Yeah, but to, to see you and hang out with you, it's worth me playing gun games.
1: I haven't got a second army, though.
0: Oh, well, okay. Well, I could probably borrow one from
1: Spain. Hey, well, we can play something else, which will be in another episode. Anyway. Because because this one's going to go on for, for a long time as well.
0: It is. Um, so, well, no, we might just do a long episode. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So but anyway, uh so yeah, so you um
1: It's interesting, I picked up um I I'm I wanna do a sharp type game, yeah? A Napoleonics game. Yes, it's Napoleonics. Oh sorry, sorry people. So I picked up a a set of the Sharp two fat lardies, sharp action sharp practice, sharp 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 practice. Sharp implements. No sharp
0: practice. Um,
1: and it uses the same sort of thing as bolt action, but it uses cards or or poker chips. But it is a, a random draw of. But
0: does it still does it still use the two fat ladies big men rules?
1: What is the big men's rules?
0: The two Fat Lardies games that I've looked at, they have this concept of the big man, which is, you know, a character. I, find them very, very, I always find them very confusing rule sets to read because they, so they're written that they're assuming you have knowledge of other rule sets. Uh,
1: um, I, I, I've heard this before as well.
0: Um, so I picked up a set of Napoleonics for sharp practice. Is it called Chosen Men? It's an Osprey rule set, I believe it was called Chosen Men. It's by Mark Latham. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: What the GW guy? Forge World
0: uh, Yeah. Um, now uh, used to work for Games Workshop. Now um, running
1: uh, man.
0: Yeah, there we go. Chosen Men: military skirmish games in Napoleonic wars. Um, He's now writing. Well, at the moment, he's writing the Harry Potter game for Night Models. Oh, okay. Um, but he wrote a set. The it's in the. We did a review of it. Well, a, a discussion about it a while back because we haven't actually played it. Um, but he he wrote um, a set uh, called which are actually called Chosen Men, and they're you know they're on. It's basically. I want to play games with Sharp.
1: Same sort of thing as me, then.
0: Yeah. So, um, but they, they look—they're quite an interesting set of rules. There's some quite interesting mechanics in them, if I remember rightly. Um, but I'm Matt's on. got a lo- Matt's got a load of Napoleonic stuff. Um,
1: yeah, because but... he was around in Napoleonic times, wasn't he, Matt?
0: <laughs> no, that's you, mate.
1: No, I was in I was in caveman times. <laughs> um, Hence my snazzy dress sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Snazzy. That's, that's the word. Um, is it still a word? I, I don't know. It is now. We've just made it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's back. Snazzy is back.
1: Snazzy. Hashtag Snazzy.
0: Hashtag, you know what?
1: <laughs> you know what? That is the, that is the episode title. <laughs> yeah. there, there and then.
0: I'm just going to tweet that out as I record. thrilling radio, but I did it, <laughs> I did an entire episode where I did a questionnaire, so there we go. And did you win? Uh, what, the questionnaire? Yes. Yeah. I always win at the questionnaires. There we go. Uh, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Napoleonic rules. Napoleon, Mark Latham. Latham. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, thank you there. Yeah, so, yeah, so, Mark Latham wrote a set, so they looked pretty interesting.
1: But I have uh, done something that I've not done uh, before oh, I that? have basically said that I need to paint uh, my second platoon up before I invest in any time and effort in um, you know even if it's going out and buying some Vitric stuff or whoever so ba- per- so basically, or whatever basically
0: you're going senile eh? because that's, that's not what gamers do
1: uh, but gamers on a budget do no, no I'm not, don't, no,
0: don't. no, 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 I don't, I'm not even convinced that that's true.
1: No, mate, yeah, that, that, that is true, I'm afraid.
0: They just go out to the garage, get some of the stuff that's been sitting there 30 years, sell that to fund new stuff.
1: I don't have life-size Napoleonics <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> oh, look, what's Sharp doing in my garage? Oh, it's a whole 95th in there.
0: Hello, Sean, how are you?
1: Well, what are you doing? Hey, op, lad. That was Sean Bean, that
0: was. Oh, okay. It's that one that was?
1: Yeah. Give me the ring back. <laughs> I need the ring. Now you see it all starts merging into these different roles.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he'll, he'll get killed in all of them, so...
1: Yeah, it's a sad thing.
0: That's what we're doing. Right, anyway. So, you also said that you've been playing War Machine.
1: Yes. Yes,
0: I have. Um, you didn't like Mark Three. Last time we talked, we talked about Mark Three, and you said you didn't like it.
1: I said, have they done enough for me to carry on investing time and effort into it?
0: I don't know. But shall we turn this into a second episode? Because then it looks good and we get two episodes out a month, a week. We
1: could, I think we might be doing lots of episodes this week. I've got so much to talk about.
0: Okay, well, then let's call this one because we've done half an hour. Have we? Yeah. Even with your swearing. Hashtag snazzy. Hashtag snazzy. Um, so, in tomorrow's episode, you could tell us all about War Machine. And didn't you yeah. go to the Welsh o- Weren't you just at the Welsh Open?
1: I went to the Welsh Open, yes. Uh, and
0: yes. it's tradition that we do a discussion about you going to the Welsh Open.
1: What, because so everyone can laugh?
0: Yeah. Well, and you can talk about going to the cinema. Oh, and
1: Don't, seeing... don't, don't spoil, <laughs> it. Don't spoil <laughs> it. Don't
0: spoil it. Don't spoil it. So, until, next, until the next episode, which is also going to feature Conrad, because it's very exciting. Um, <laughs> Control yourself, man. I've been Mike.
1: And I've been hashtag snazzy. Bye-bye. Goodbye.
0: You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter. We're at FoolsUnderBarDaily or via email FoolsDaily at outlook.com.